I just want to pause this episode for a second to tell you about something super exciting that I'm hosting on the 22nd of May and it's absolutely free. It's my brand new imposter syndrome breakthrough masterclass. I cannot wait because in this one hour masterclass, I'm going to show you how you can make the ultimate shift from struggling to execute with confidence and feeling not good enough and confused as to how you can make changes to exploding your personal confidence in your leadership role and eliminating imposter syndrome for good so you can make the impact you want to make while maintaining balance and having a lot more fun too. Trust me, this is going to be so worth an hour of your time. Head over to lucygarnan.com forward slash masterclass right now to save your seat. Welcome to the Powerhouse Revolution podcast. I'm Lucy Garnan, ex-corporate leader turned CEO of my dream business, helping corporate female leaders just like you to create your dream career and life. At 40, I quit the corporate world as I was tired of doing a job that no longer lit me up and wanted to live my life my way. I created the Powerhouse Revolution podcast to give you simple, actionable tips and strategies to help you create the perfect career and lifestyle that you and your family deserve. So if you're a corporate female leader or manager who is ready to step into her superpowers and live the life you were born to live, you are definitely in the right place because life is way too short to dread Mondays. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Do you ever find yourself being defensive at work and flying off the handle sometimes and maybe acting in a way that doesn't align to the professional persona you'd like to portray? Or maybe you show your impatience with your team members or with colleagues and that comes across in a way that you don't really want. And then sometimes I hear from people that when they get defensive, it kind of causes other people to retreat and move away from them. And then they spend time ruminating at nighttime, worrying about what they said and cleaning up the mess that their defensive ego has caused. So that's the thing that happens, right? Is that we have an ego, all of us, and it's our ego, our ego's job is to defend us and to to defend itself at all costs. So today I'm going to be talking to you about three steps you can take so you can stop being defensive at work if that's something you struggle with. But first, I think it's really important for you to understand where defensiveness actually comes from. So there is you, the real you, your true self, which is if I was to ask you, tell me who you want to be. You might say things like professional, kind, compassionate, seen as a great leader, whatever it is for you, okay? If I asked you who you want to be, that's actually who you really are. But what happens is, is that we've had to learn defense mechanisms as we grew up as children and into our adult life. And part of that defense mechanism is the ego. There's a great book that I love called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And if you haven't read it, I'll link to it in the show notes. It's a fantastic read because he explains it all really, really well. It's kind of an introduction to spirituality, not religion, but just spirituality. And 
He explains that we all have an ego and the ego is the core of our unhappiness, right? So when the dust settles after you've been defensive or you've said something that you regret and your ego retreats, it's your true self is that part of you that has to clean up the mess, right? So you might be worrying, you might have to go back and apologize. You might be thinking, how is this affecting my personal brand? So what you really want to do is learn to control your ego. Now, your ego does not like to be controlled. Your ego is the strongest part of you. But by following the three steps I'm going to share with you right now, you can begin to control that ego and stop being so defensive at work. So if you're multitasking, come back to me because I'm going to explain the three steps now. The first step to stop being so defensive at work is awareness that you're being defensive at work. So everything I teach, it all starts with awareness when it comes to changing behaviors. It's absolutely key. So for me, when I think back to my corporate days, sometimes I could be very defensive if somebody challenged an opinion I had because I was really linking that opinion to my self-worth, right? So if I had an opinion about something that we should have done and somebody challenged me on it, my ego used to get pretty hurt and I'm sure at times I may have come across defensive, never bitchy, right? But defensive for sure. And really, I wasn't really aware of what was happening until I read that book, A New Earth, and understood about the ego. It's a fantastic read, so definitely get it. So when you're aware, awareness brings choice. So I'm going to say that again. Awareness brings choice. And when you have a choice, you get to choose how you behave. So what I would really recommend that you do right now, if you can, or just pause the podcast and come back to it later, And I want you to take a pen and paper and write down the situations and the people who cause you to feel most offensive. So you need to know your triggers. There are certain things or certain people who trigger your defensiveness. Now, the good thing about doing this now is that if you identify this now, you get to choose how you respond next time. Whereas if you just listen to this podcast, if you don't take any action, and you say, oh, that's nice, and don't do anything, you're most likely not going to change your behavior, okay? So I really encourage you, it's going to take you like five or 10 minutes to do this max. Just take down a pen, a pen and paper and go mad, right? Blitz it all down and just write down who it is, what it is, and how you typically respond, right? So who it is, what the situation is, what your typical response is, then I want you to, to write down how you feel in that moment, what, what you're feeling in your body and where are you feeling it, and then how you feel afterwards. So what are you thinking about afterwards? And by doing this, you will really see what's going on for you in that moment and just take that moment of self-reflection. The amazing thing about your body is it is your best tool. The precursor to defensiveness, you're going to feel that in your body. Okay, so for some people I speak to when I when I coach women on this stuff, um, they might start to change their, their posture. Okay, so they might start furrowing their brow or lean forward or fold their arms, right? So just, just reflect on yourself and think about your body language, what you're doing and how you're feeling in that moment. So you might be feeling tense, you might be feeling anger, you might be feeling frustration. And 
When you detect those, right, your body is telling you, it's giving you the signals from those neurochemicals flooding through from your mind, your brain, all the way through your bloodstream into your muscles that are making you feel this way. When you detect those signals in the moment, you need to pause, take a breath and choose a more thoughtful response instead of reacting in an unhealthy way that you will later regret. So when you're writing out your exercise, I want you to write out, like I said, how you typically respond, how you feel in the moment, how you feel afterwards, and how you would like to respond. What is your method going to be for response? So I know for me, I when I start to feel frustrated or trying to, when I'm trying to defend myself, I have trained my mind to calm it down. So I take a breath and I open my ears. I imagine my ears opening really wide and I listen intently to the other person. I try to put myself in their shoes to understand their point. And I kind of repeat things to myself like, there's no need to get defensive, just listen. You're safe, nothing's wrong. And if you do that, you can choose a more thoughtful response. So it allows me to kind of manage my emotions a lot better than I used to by just being aware. Now, I'm not perfect, nobody is, but just to give you a flavor of what I do. The second step then, so the first one is becoming aware. The second step is anticipation. So you need to know your triggers and anticipate that response. So just like the exercise that we've just spoken about, that is going to teach you anticipation. So you must know who and what situations cause your defensive reactions because we're creatures of habit. We are we respond in habitual patterns. So your response is probably pretty standard in, in many situations because, again, reminding you that your brain is designed to conserve energy. So how it does this is it uses the um, neurological pathways that are already created for it to deal in the situation, even if the situation is harmful. Unfortunately, that's how our minds are. So you know you best. And it's really important that you do that exercise and just ask yourself, Things like, what are the warning signs that stir my ego? So what are, what are those warning signs that you know you're about to get defensive? Is it frustration? Do you find yourself glaring at somebody? Do you feel your blood pressure rising? Know what they are now so you can catch them before acting. This is critical. So really tune into yourself. And then the third step you can take is to name it. So I want you to name that part of you that is reacting in a defensive manner. That is not who you really are. That is your ego. Your ego is bruised. Your ego doesn't like something and it wants to defend itself. So name that part of you. And what that does is it separates you from that part of you so that you're not going to, I suppose, beat yourself up or give out to yourself later on about things you said or what you've done. Know that this reaction comes from the primitive part of the brain and it just, it's feeling under threat. Okay. So give it a name. Try not to make this too serious. You could call her Miss Judgmental, Miss Ego, Miss Fire, whatever makes sense to you. And by naming this reaction, you separate yourself from it, giving you back the power. And over time, as you practice this stuff, you will no longer associate yourself yourself with these negative feelings because you're the one who has to clean up the mess you're the one who has to feel emotions that you don't want to feel so let's just try and nip it in the bud before we actually get to the situation to recap 
we want to do three things. Number one, we want to become more aware of what's happening. So I want you to commit your, to yourself within the next 24 hours, you're going to set aside 10 or 15 minutes to actually write down in your journal these following things. Write down the situations that cause you to feel defensive, the people who cause you to feel defensive, how you typically respond, how you feel in the moment, how you feel afterwards, and how you would like to respond. So how are you going to respond in the future? And what are you going to do to bring yourself into the moment? Okay. The second step, again, is anticipation. So again, just knowing those triggers and, you know, you're probably defensive in the same situations with the same sort of people, knowing your warning signs that stir your ego. And then the third step is to name it. So to separate you from that, I want you to give it a name. So call it misjudgmental, misego, misfire, whatever makes sense to you. You can call it blue, you can call it whatever. And then over time, I want you to practice disassociating yourself from that because we all get defensive and just know that it's just your mind trying to keep you safe. But I want you to know that you are safe and there is nothing to be afraid of, okay? So that's it for this week's shorty episode. I hope it was useful. Just three simple steps that will help you to stop being defensive in work. I'd love to hear from you actually. So if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, please connect with me because I love LinkedIn. I like Instagram too, but I prefer LinkedIn at the moment. So if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, come over and connect. And if you are, send me a DM and let me know what you thought of this episode. I'd love to connect with you. So that's it, my dear. Until next time, I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you then.